I'll tell you, I'm right there. That bridge is behind me. And I just finished going again with my cell phone, taking videos of what's happening there. It is the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yep, uh, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. It's Friday, another day on planet Earth. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Before you uh, talk about Ted Cruz and the border and Del Rio and the madness of it all, one of the hazards of being a broadcaster, is that, uh, especially when you flap your gums as much as I do, is that uh, occasionally you bite your tongue. And I've bitten my tongue. I, I started off biting my tongue when I first went on the air this morning. And then I, because I'm still flapping my gun, my gums, I keep rebiting the same spot. You ever do that? You never, that's never happened to you, Don? It happens to me like once every couple of months. I bite my tongue and then I'll be in the middle of saying something and I'll re- then you do it again. Then I do it again. Now, see, I've done it the one time, but I've never gone for a repeat performance. I, I don't know. It must be my teeth or my my tongue. I don't know, but I rebite the same spot. Mm-hmm. So if I'm riffing today on anything, and all of a sudden I go, you know, uh, uh, I tell you to put marbles up. Yeah! But, uh, you know, that, then you know what happened. It's because I bit my tongue all over again. Or if I just start. Are you hungry? Is that the, that the problem? No, or? I just, I have a weird tongue, and I just, I always seem to rebite it in the same. <laughs> I know a lot of you are thinking, what, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Lingua loca. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Actually, what does that mean? I have no idea. What did you just say? What did you just say? Crazy tongue. Crazy tongue. Hey, well, you know, Gene Simmons. Yeah, I got, I'm that guy. So. It, <laughs> Or like a lizard. Sometimes I just rebite the damn thing. All right, uh, enough about my tongue. Uh, let's go down to the border here. That was Ted Cruz. Uh, he was down there in Del Rio by the now infamous bridge, where we have upwards of fourteen to fifteen thousand people, I think, at present. But every day, more folks from Haiti, especially, show up. Uh, Cruz was on Hannity last night, and he's down, or not? He was on Fox yesterday, and he's down there. Uh, and he's, I guess, maybe it was Hannity, I'm not sure now. They all blur together. But he's down there with his cell phone right there by the fence, and you see these people, and it looks like a rock concert in a sense, because people are shoved up against the fence. There's so many people packed in, shoulder to stinking shoulder. you got little kids who are pressed up against the fence with all these people behind them. And Cruz is down there with his cell phone doing video. You know, they'll find a way to shut that down at some point. You know, they'll just ban cell phones, you know, within a certain area. Because yesterday what happened, this is, this creeps me out. This is creepy, man. Now, the whole thing is creepy, but this is really creepy. So Fox News has been flying a drone over this area, you know, uh, to give folks more of a sense of the scope of the problem uh, you know you, you look down when you when you're up in a, when it, when the drones up there and you're looking down and fox put some of these images out yesterday there's so many people packed around this bridge it, you know it, you, my set, my immediate thought was you know it looks like i, I was at that glenn beck thing uh, a few years ago in the mall in dc when you had you know all those people packed into the mall like that it looks like something like that there's so many people and you really don't get a sense of just how many people are there at that particular era area in Del Rio under this bridge unless you are looking down. 
And looking down, it's like, man, it's like its own city. It's it's the popu- it's a, it's got the population of a small town at this point. Largely Haitians. And later in the day, boom, shakalaka, uh, you know, the FAA shuts down the drone. They said, you can't fly that anymore. They're licensed. It's legal. They've been doing it for a while. But, you know, as soon as uh, this, this video starts getting out and people start seeing what a freaking problem it is, wow, the FAA shuts it down, says you can't fly that anymore. Gives no reason whatsoever. And you you think back to the days of uh, the Trump years when, you know, first off, gave the press more access probably than any other president before him. Was constantly talking to the press, but he was he would insult them and he'd call them out. He'd call them out on their bull crap. And remember how they used to you go Jim Acosta? Oh, it's a free press. He's shutting down a free press. The free press is in danger. It's in jeopardy. This is no longer a democracy. Because Trump would insult them to their faces. Okay. Yesterday, understand what happened. An agency of the government, of the federal government, shut down the actions of a free press. Because they didn't like the images. There's no other explanation. There's no other explanation when they've been flying that damn drone for a while. This, this wasn't the first day they had a drone over this place. They've had drones uh, different uh, different uh, 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 sections along the border where folks are coming over. The only possible explanation, I mean, unless you know what the what, what some other explanation could be, the only possible explanation is that they didn't like people being able to see how bad this problem is, and so they had to get that damn drone out of the air. That was the shutting down of the free press by the federal government. It's exactly what that was. And uh, I know a lot of people in this audience are, are deeply concerned about the border. Uh, you know, to what extent you know, your average American, it depends on geographically maybe where you are. I know a lot of folks where I grew up on the East Coast, you know, don't give a crap about it. But what just happened with this drone is no little thing. Because it demonstrates that they will shut down journalism the free press when they don't like what's coming out they just did it (laughs) that's exactly what just happened you know if you don't think they could shut down a guy like tucker carlson that you come on man if they could get that guy off the air tomorrow they would or today i don't think guys like me are are you know high up high enough up the food chain for for them to be concerned about guys like me you know and we kind of fly under the radar a little bit we're not national guys you know and I'm not a national guy, but uh, doesn't mean it doesn't mean that in time, you know. Because look, if the FCC gets involved with stuff like this and they start saying, "Well, you know, all they have to do is characterize journalism as misinformation," and they're doing this out in California, right? Where if they determine what you're posting or putting out there is "quote unquote" misinformation, which could be uh, something. Uh, uh, is, you know, like Nicki Minaj just merely asking a question about a vaccine. You could, these people could consider that misinformation. And they're shutting it down. Or they're trying to legally, trying to get stuff passed. I don't know if they've actually accomplished that or not. But, you know, it's, if they'll do it to Fox News, they'll do it to anybody, man. 
210-599-5555. Let's uh, talk to Alex. Alex, how you doing? I'm on. Hey. <laughs> hey. What's going on, hey, man? So this is becoming a regular deal now, but, you know, <laughs> I love talking to you. I love the show. God bless you. Um, you know what the American people are going to do about this, about this drone deal? Mm. They're going to do what they've done about everything else that the Democrats have done. Nothing. They'll, they'll, they'll cry and they'll moan and, oh, this is against the Constitution, and they'll do nothing. Yeah. We, just had, we had a general. We have a general that has admitted that he committed treason. Mm-hmm. It is treasonous to undermine the president and his powers that were bestowed upon him by the Constitution. And what have we done to him? Nothing. Yep. James Comey, same thing, <laughs> tried to entrap a president. We know it. He wrote it in his book. He had interviews. He went on The, the View. He did it all. And what did we do? <clears throat> right. Nothing. Okay. We have vaccines that are being mandated upon us. But not to the Haitians. need for a mandate. Right. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and we'll bring in over 63,000 Afghanis who we have no clue if they've been vaccinated or not. We have no clue if they're terrorists or not. We have no clue about any of this stuff. I know. Yet we let them do it. Well, and and we do. And and, and, and and I'll tell you why, who they have on their side, it's not necessarily you and I. They have a whole lot of morons, a whole lot of marbleheads, as we're calling them now, who, you know, they're not going to question this stuff. And they don't care. Campus Reform did another one of their videos yesterday off the, out of the uh, University of Florida where they're asking college-age people, they're asking college students if they would like to see the Constitution abolished. They found dozens of them that said yes. They even asked them, would you, would you like to, uh, would you sign a petition to abolish the Constitution of the United States of America? Yes, I would, because it was written by old rich men. With sla- yeah. I mean, they're, they, they're, you know how we, you, know you and I care about this. Right? You and I care about this. Yeah. But you go to other places throughout this country, and they either don't know what's going on, or they just don't care. They don't care. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. They don't care, because when I try to talk to people about issues, true issues and use facts over fiction and how you feel you know what i get told i get told well you know i don't get involved in politics and i tell them i said this has nothing to do with politics this has to do with your rights as an american do you even have a clue that you have rights (laughs) apparently not you know they don't they don't i know it's sad alex i gotta run man but you you have a great weekend man thank you brother uh 210-599-5555 you know Somebody who says that they'd like the Constitution to be abolished obviously doesn't know what's in there. Do you know what I mean? And they're just, they're just, they're doing you know what with the marbles, man. <laughs> they're putting the marbles up their butt intellectually. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And News Talk 550 KTSA, I'm Sean. We're talking about, you know, over 10,000, 15,000 Haitians along the border. We don't know who's got COVID, who doesn't. It's a crisis. But it's flirty, it's flirty Friday on Kimberly and Esteban. And they just uh, had a flirty Friday, and they just had a uh, a thing there about how to get your sexy back. You know how to get your sexy back? You flirt with yourself. 
You start flirting with yourself. <laughs> Mama always said that make you go blind. So, um. <laughs> no, flirting, Sean. Just flirting. <laughs> go home and look in the mirror and say, hey, good looking. What's your sign? All right, I already know hey, it. Mind if I buy me a drink? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> ears. You're so weird. Why are you so weird? Flirt with yourself, man. <laughs> hey, you're looking good. I like that comb over. <laughs> I like oh, your jammies. You wear them well. Right, look at that. Mm. Some fine-looking chocolates kiss. you got going on give there. Little, yeah, I like your talons. Give me give me a little kiss. Um, <laughs> here's Tex. Tex, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How you doing, brother? Not too bad, man. It's for a Friday. What do you think? Hey, Tex. You know, I really applaud our governor for everything he does, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, he's an awesome, awesome person. Uh, what he stands for our state and, and, uh, you know, and, and everything like, uh, the heartbeat bill, you know, right. uh, the border crisis and, and as a governor, you know, anybody that borders a foreign country, any state that borders a foreign country, uh, the federal government, uh, if, if we have a, we should have the right to close our border if we're threatened because this is our dadgum state. I think we do on our side. I, I think we do. I, I, he, I, apparently he tried, apparently he closed the, uh, ports of, or points of entry yesterday and then they, the government, federal government right. said they couldn't do it. But. Yeah, well, to heck with them. That's I mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> to heck with them. I don't care. You know, look, look who we have in Washington. Mm. I mean, if we had somebody with common sense. We know, did. They, they, it, w- it would be no problem, but we don't. Right, not anymore. Well, I, I personally, I think it's by design. I think there's yeah, intentionality on this. They want to, they want to make them flood in here so they'll all vote Democratic. Yep, and, and they, they also don't, they also don't, by, they also don't mind if the COVID numbers go up. Oh, that's exactly right. And then they can keep saying, "Oh, well, we need to have control over all you people." Yep. You know, uh, yeah, that, that's exactly right. It, it, it's, 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 it's a, a, a manifold thing of different. Things for their agenda. Of course, yeah. I, I got to run, text, but you're absolutely right, man. We just got a lot of people trying to get through on this. Here's Bruce. Bruce, how you doing? I'm doing fine, thanks. You know, it was in 1956 when Khrushchev said, "We'll take America without firing a shot." <laughs> and then in 1989, 1990, 1991, Congress slowly deregulated the broadcast industry. So we went from uh, a media owner being able to own a radio TV, radio or newspaper, TV or newspaper, but you couldn't own all three in any one market. But that ended. That's why we have so few people who own media outlets. Well, yeah, deregulation basically said you could. Deregulation basically said you could own as many radio stations and TV stations and you could own as much as you want, as much as you can afford to that's buy, right. basically. And, and, and it was a Clinton Gore thing. Well, well, who's controlling what the journalists are saying then? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We don't call them journalists anymore. We call them just announcers. They're propagandists, basically, a lot of exactly. our journalists. Exactly. Yeah. So this has been going on for a long time. It's just now culminating, and it's happening so fast that people don't know how to react. Well, people either don't know how to react. Like, you and I know can see what's going on. I, I, what to do about it? I don't know, uh, other than vote. I mean, I really don't know. 
Um, but, but the other, but the other side of the coin is you have a lot of morons, a lot of people with you know empty bags of marbles, if you get my meaning, and uh, they they either don't care or don't know or both, or they support it because they don't understand what's going on. You're right. You well, know, I appreciate sad. you, Sean. Appreciate the work that you're doing. Thank and you, brother. Thank you. It's not really work for me though. I just sit here on my ass and run my mouth, flirt with myself during the commercial breaks. <laughs> Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? All oh, right, right. Uh, uh, I got some. Uh, I got some uh, uh, can of beans cooking. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yep, it's a crummy situation, man. All, all and it's not just crummy on the border; it's crummy all the way around. And it's only been eight months, baby. It's only been eight months. Look at the damage. Well. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, last dude was right in that this overall idea or plan, if you will, has been in motion for quite a long time. Um, but right now what you have is you have the architects of all this stuff, the current architects, the socialists or the pukes, whatever you want to call them, especially the, the whoever is the Biden administration, because he ain't running this show by himself, man. Um, and I've been saying this for a while, Donald Trump scared the crap out of them. Uh, the fact that a guy like Donald Trump could get elected scared the crap. They thought they had Hillary Clinton in there. They were so sure of it because they were cheating. Remember how they ran Bernie Sanders off? Uh, and they were cheating against Trump, too, when he started showing numbers. Trump gets in there. He's a free market guy. He's not a politician. And look at all the good he accomplished before COVID kicked in. We had the best economy this country has ever had. The border was shut down, essentially, basically. People had jobs again, you know, uh, and, and and all of that in just one, you know, one term. Not to mention the rock star love he garnered. They hated his guts. He scared the crap out of him. They realized how tenuous, in a sense, their evil plot was. And so what, what are they doing now, all this? They're going for it. Going for the whole farm. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 2105995555 Um the Senate is kind of looking into this Facebook Instagram thing or they 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 they'd like to And uh, I we talked about this briefly yesterday that um we had some reports that surfaced uh that and fa- Facebook owns Instagram and they did some internal research on Instagram, which is, you know, predominantly, yeah, yeah I, I'm an older guy, so I'm on Facebook. That's all I do. I do Facebook. I don't do any of the others. And uh, Facebook, I guess, became aware that from the internal research that Instagram is really very bad or harmful to the mental health of young people who use it, and especially young teenage girls. In that it, uh, you know, causes body dysmorphia, you know, 
you know, I mean, adolescent girl, teenage girl, you know, they're going through all kinds of stuff with body image stuff. And, uh, you know, apparently there's a lot of bad mental health issues that uh, take place or happen, especially with, with teenage girls on Instagram. And Facebook apparently knew this. Now, I don't. do you remember Facebook warning anybody about Instagram or any warnings on Instagram as far as young people, anything made public? No. 22 million teenagers are on Instagram, man. 22 million teenagers are on Instagram. My kid's on, she's not a teenager anymore, but my kid's on Instagram. And, you know, I, I, I know I, I sound like a, like a, you know, like a broken record or whatever you want to call it. I mean, people even know what the hell that reference means anymore, but, uh, you know, I, I, social media, it really is just a kind of a, it's just a really unhealthy thing in general. I, I, I want to start pulling back on it, but, yeah, have you, I don't know where you are. What's your relationship with, 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 uh, social media at this point? Most, most radio guys have everything going. You got the Twitter, you got the Instagram, you got, you know, the face puke. I, I, I can only do, mostly because I'm lazy. Honestly, I'm just a very lazy, slow moving mammal. Let's get Chris, Chris nods his head on that one every time I say it. And uh, multiple platforms is just too much for old Uncle Sean. It just really is. And I don't think it's healthy anyway. I, you know, if, 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 if posting on multiple platforms every single stinking day of my life would drive me crazy. And I sometimes feel I post way too much on Facebook. There's just something inherently unhealthy about it. And I'm not saying, and I'm a, I'm a 54-year-old dude, or going to be a 54-year-old dude. So I can't, I mean, and it, it doesn't really screw with my head. In that sense, maybe it did in the early days or whatever, but because I don't really compare myself to other people and, and and get into that business of, oh look how happy that person is. I wish I was happy like them. I, I've never really experienced that because you know, I'm on the radio. I got a pretty cool job. You know, <laughs> I, I don't take that for granted. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, well, you know, I, I, life's pretty cool for me for the most part. But you know, I can't imagine being a teenager. And, and wending your way through the world of social media, because for them, it's everything, man. Rudy J was in here from ESPN yesterday. He's going to join us coming up at 10.15. But he said, you know, in our day, the bullies were at school. You, you went home and the bullies were, you left them behind at school. But the kids today, man, they're, they're surrounded by them on social media. You get targeted by a bunch of teenagers on social media, man. And we've heard some of the bad things that have, that have happened as a result of that. So I hope, you know, the senators who are calling for this investigation, I hope they're successful in achieving that. Uh, you know, because the, the people who, who uh, designed and engineered and who are at the uh, top of the food chain when it comes to social media, they really are soulless. I mean, they really are. I mean, these are people who don't let their own kids use it. They're fine with you using it and your kids using it. I never, plus, I never got, as far as Instagram, Chris, I never really got the point of it. It's just pictures, right? You just pictures of, I mean, I guess people could post anything they want, right? It started off as just pictures, but now you can add stuff to it. Like, you can write stuff. And... You can basically make short videos now. It became, I don't know if you remember Vine. No. When Vine first came out, it was like six second. Little, videos. Oh, little videos, right? But now you can do short videos on Instagram. That's just too much work, man. I'm trying to get back into the rhythm of doing one video a day. <laughs> 
it's a little well, slow moving getting there. <laughs> and also, you notice, like Nick, you can go live and right. you can stream. So then, I don't, who knows how long that is? <laughs> That's too much for me, man. I did live streaming for a while, but then I right now I always get nervous that like I'm gonna hit because I every time I get a new phone I don't really understand it. it takes me a couple of years to understand my own phone. I'm always worried that I'm gonna accidentally turn on the live stream and I'm like picking my nose or I'm sleeping or you know lying there in bed or whatever or in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're live, you know. So social media, you know, how are you feeling about it? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five here. Mark, Mark, how you doing? Enjoy the show. Thank you. I've never been on any social media ever. Good for you. And uh, I haven't owned a TV in over 30 years, basically wow. because of the cost and the prejudices. And if you want to know what people can do to kind of counter this soulless government, get rid of that stuff. Stop putting your money to that stuff. Right. Go right. to the library. Read a book. It's read a, book. a damn book, read man. <laughs> you read personally after the Bible, maybe. Right. There's one called The Book Thief, which describes how Nazi Germany's doing the same things that our current government's trying to get us into. Right, right. No, I agree, man. All right, we're on the road, man. We are definitely on the road. Appreciate the call, Mark. Thank you. 210 uh, <laughs> Yeah, plus, uh, I, I, I don't know how I keep getting on, these, on, on my news feed following. You know, I, I don't, like, actively follow certain things, but th- then suddenly I am following something. And I don't know, how, like, I don't know why I'm following Maroon Five now. I freaking hate Maroon Five. I freaking hate Maroon Five, and yet I'm—I got all these freaking Maroon freaking Five posts showing up. Why is this? How did that happen? I think it goes back to something we talk about frequently: how your phone listens to you. If they just say, heard me say Maroon Five, and, and they've heard you rail on that band so many times, and now I got freaking Maroon Five on my newsfeed. He, he must like Maroon Five. I hate Maroon Five. What are you looking at? Chris just walked in. Oh, that's a Billy Jack video I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why a Billy Jack move uh, hey, scene of him beating up some and bikers. Go ahead neighbors. Go ahead and cheat a friend. <laughs> We'll take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's like I got on a Gerard Butler. I was following Gerard freaking Butler for some time. I don't know why. The Hot Scotsman. It was called the, the page. I'm like, where the hell is this coming up, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, man. I don't yeah, even like the guy. No, I think you secretly do there. No, no, no. The Billy, ja- the Billy Jack videos are fine, but you know. Anyway, two one zero five nine nine. I could do without the Maroon Five and the Hot Scotsman. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA. I'm Sean. Our last caller said people need to start reading books again. I, I concur. In fact, I, I ordered one last night, and for once, it wasn't one of my own. <laughs> I saw this on Tucker last night. They had one of the authors. Uh, it's a book um, which I'm really looking forward to. It's called A Hunter-Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century Evolution and the uh, I keep biting my tongue. Challenge and the and challenges of modern life. A Hunter-Gatherer's Guide to the 21st Century Evolution and the Challenges of Modern Life. By Heather Haying and Bert Weinstein. They had Weinstein on the Tucker Show last night. <clears throat> and it's really just about how miserable people are today in, in the modern era. 
We are living through the most prosperous age in all of human history, yet people are more listless, divided, and miserable than ever. Wealth and comfort are unparalleled, and yet our political landscape grows even more toxic, and rates of suicide, loneliness, and chronic illness continue to skyrocket. How do we explain the gap between, between these two truths? The co- uh, for the evolutionary biolog- uh, biologist who wrote the book, uh, the cause of our, woes, of our woes is clear. The modern world is out of sync with our ancient brains and bodies. We evolved to live in clans, but today most people don't even know their neighbors. Survival in our earliest societies depended on leveraging the advantages of our sex differences, but today even the concept of biological sex is increasingly dismissed as offensive. The cognitive dissonance spawned... This is the write-up on Amazon. The cognitive dissonance spawned by trying to live in a society we're not built for, is killing us. The authors cut through the politically fraught discourse surrounding issues like sex, gender, diet, parenting, sleep, and education, and more to outline a science-based worldview that will empower you to live a better, wiser life. They distill more than 20 years of research and first-hand accounts from the most bioverse ecosystems on earth into straightforward principles and guidance for controlling our cultural our culture of hyper novelty that's a great word man in other words we have no hyper novelty what's the novel thing right now what's the shiny object we move from thing to thing to thing to thing so I, I did. I ordered this last night, Mister Mister Chris Glasgow, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one because I, I need to get back into reading books. I haven't read a book in, in quite a while. I haven't read a book since way before I went into the hospital. And and I, you think you would have thought during the pandemic I would have read more when we were on lockdown and staying at home, but I really didn't. And I think it's because I was so freaking depressed. I just <laughs> I couldn't even bring myself to read a book. So I'm, I'm, I, I want to get back into reading books. I got this one. I got a new Johnny Cash biography I picked up uh, a few months ago that I want to read. Because reading is good for your brain, man. That's how your brain exercises. That is something we don't do a whole lot of anymore. We read headlines, and then we move on. We listen to 60 seconds of a song, then we move on. We watch a two-minute video or one-minute video, then we move on. You need to read, man. It, it's, it makes your brain strong. And, baby, we need strong brains right now. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is as bad as I've ever seen it. There is no southern border. It's pure chaos. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yep. Five minutes after 10, that was Tony Gonzalez, uh, Congressman Tony Gonzalez. Um, We're going to talk some more about the border. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Happy Friday. Still with the serious stuff, then we'll have some fun before the hour's over. Um... Yeah, I started talking about this last hour. We, we got tens, I don't know, four, 15, probably by the end of the week, 20,000 people uh, in Del Rio, right? <clears throat> Mostly Haitian. Um, and uh, Ted Cruz was down there yesterday. Uh, I, I told you last hour about how Fox News had a drone flying over uh, the bridge to show people just how many people, how many illegals were there. Uh, and again, predominantly Haitians, uh, and uh, the FAA shut that down. Also, forgot to mention this, they were doing 
return flights for the Haitians, uh, and uh, Biden, the Biden administration, shut that down yesterday as well, or this week. And so what happened as a result is uh, a lot of these folks who were already there started getting in touch with relatives. Make your way here, man. And we, we basically don't have a border right now. We just don't, we don't have, a, we don't really have a border. Uh, you know, it, it's porous. They're just flowing in, whether it's from Haiti or any number of other countries. I think about 150 countries around the world, uh, we're seeing folks flowing in basically from everywhere. And if you don't think it's intentional, then riddle me this, you know, and I'm, I'm saying, riddle me this, okay? 210-599-5555. I just said riddle me this. That's like such a cheesy talk show guy thing to say. Um, nobody, they, they are exempt from any kind of COVID mandate. They're not being tested. I think I read somewhere, I think it was Breitbart earlier in the week, that about 30% of them are actively refusing to be vaccinated. Cartels are bringing them in on buses. So we've got, you know, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of people who are just flowing into this country, uh, you know, every week, and we're shipping them to wherever they want to go. They get health care, they get money, they get, you know, they get, to, they get a ride wherever they need, they want to go. A lot of them are coming to San Antonio. Our mayor and leadership, they don't seem to care, but it's happening. And, uh, you know, they're, they're exempt from all this COVID. So you and I, yeah, you and I, if you work for a company of over a hundred people, at least for the moment, I don't know when this is, you know, how this is going to be enacted or if it's going to be enacted, but for, for the moment now, you and I are under a mandate for vaccines if we work for a company of a certain size, right? You and I, not, not me, I'm already been, but I mean, people are going to lose their jobs. People are losing their jobs as a result of this already, preemptively. But all these people coming across the border are not. They're not tested. We don't know if they got COVID or not. We don't know what the percentages are. And uh, so explain to me how this is not intentional. Because this, this, is, this isn't just a stooge dance of, of uh, you know, our elected leaders being dumbasses. This, if, if you really were concerned about COVID, uh, as much as we hear, First off, Biden never would have opened the border to begin with. But certainly he would have closed it by now, yeah? Mayor Lozano of, of uh, Del Rio says he, he called back in February, said there's going to be a problem here, and he hasn't had a call back. Man, Fox News right now, some 10,000 migrants waiting to cross the border. You know, so it's a mess, man. It's a mess. And on MSNBC, there's Dr. Fauci talking about how you keep, you keep kids safe during the school lunch in regards to coronavirus. On one screen, I got 10,000 people trying to get into this country, and we have no, they're not being tested for COVID in any way, shape, or form. A lot of kids who are going to be going to schools that your kid goes to, and I got Fauci, that a-hole over here on the other screen, talking about keeping kids safe during school lunch. Man, <laughs> what a what a bunch of bullcrap this is! It really is absolute madness by design, I believe, for any number of reasons. That I guess uh, the the bad guys, which is our own government at this point. Well, it's, it's true, you know. 
uh, this is beneficial for them. I guess they they believe in some regard. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to, uh, I got full lines on there. There's Ken. Ken, how you doing? Good, sir. Hey, I, there's an issue that isn't really being addressed very much about this border situation. Just down the road from that bridge, about three to four miles, is the largest pilot training base in the Air Force. And the civilian simulator flight instructors at that base are part of the community and are routinely exposed to those kinds of issues. But the impact of of the chaos on the border is causing people to not want to hire on to that base. Mm. And it's a major, you know, uh, reduction in our ability to produce pilots for the United States. Not only Mm. that, the airport that is just on the north side of that uh, bridge is a training facility that the Air Force uses to fly in and out of all the time. And now with the temporary flight restriction, that's going to impact their ability to produce pilots even more. So. It goes well beyond just the COVID crisis. It is a national security impact that no one's really talking about right well, now. Well, that's because the greatest national or the greatest threat to uh, uh, national security are domestic terrorists, right? <laughs> <laughs> that that evil rage, raging horde of white supremacists just stomping on the terror, you know. It that's why they don't want. They, look, they obviously don't want anybody to, n- n- knowing about this because they told Fox News they had to pull their drone down. So I mean. You're right. It's going to impact us on every level. Every level. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Ken. It's a bad situation, dude. Uh, Here's uh, Max. Max, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, Matt? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, man. No problem. What's going on? What are you thinking? Listen, I'm thinking that you guys were talking about what can Abbott do. What is, uh, wouldn't Abbott send some buses and planes on there and send them all the Washington D.C. and put them in Dallas Airport. <laughs> put them in, drop them in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. That's a bad right? They go to the White House and camp out in the front yard. There you go. It's an excellent idea. Ship them to D.C., man. Every yeah, single yeah. one. Yeah, you know they won't know who what buses who sent the buses. Just put them in the buses and they'll right. go. Yeah, because right, and I appreciate the call. Right now, they're putting up fencing and you know barriers around the Capitol because there's going to be some kind of conservative rally this weekend. You know, all that rabble of domestic terrorists, straight white guys, <laughs> straight white guys who believe in Jesus and the Constitution. Yeah, that's that's the greatest threat facing. Nancy Pelosi called that that crowd a cult. Freaking Nancy Pelosi's in England, in jolly old England. She's in bloody Cambridge, Chris. She's in bloody Cambridge. Chris loves it when I talk like a British person. Like an Englishman. And so um, <laughs> Pelosi's in, in Cambridge, and she's talking crap about the GOP. The grand old party ain't what it used to be. It's been hijacked by a cult. I'm sorry if we uh, you know, refer to uh, uh, the, the, <laughs> the, what I call now the Nicki Minaj factor. Okay, who, who is more cult-like, okay? People who want freedom and capitalism, <laughs> and and people who, yeah, if you told them to shove, you know, a bunch of marbles in their butt, they would, because a Democrat told them to do it. Who's more cult like? The 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 liberal pukes and the socialists and the Marxists and the uh, Democratic Party in general right now. You you guys are the ones who are acting like a cult. 
Climate change is your religion. Racial equity and white privilege is your religion. You know, if you if you if you uh, don't want illegals to to you know flow across the border, you're a racist. That's your religion. Pretty much the entire liberal platform right now is is uh, the most cult like thing politically I've seen in a long time, man. A long time. So I know you are, but what am I? I mean, that's really how what it comes down to. Very and I said this earlier in the morning that very often, you know, the Democrats we say this all the time, right? They are guilty of the very crap that they accuse other people of being of being guilty of. They are incredibly racist. They are almost, you know, they're 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 racist in the molecules, man. When you when you don't believe a black person can come up with a photo ID to vote, you got some racial issues going. Okay, <laughs> you really do. And GOP, I'm not going to speak for the GOP, I'm not a Republican, but, you know, you look in the mirror if you want to see a cult leader. That's Nancy Pelosi, or not, well, maybe not her so much anymore. She's kind of becoming irrelevant. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see here, let's go to, uh, go to George. George, how you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How you doing, Sean? Another day in paradise, man. It's Friday. I'll tell you what. I, this government, all of it, Republican, Democrat, they don't give a fart about the American people. They are going full blast to bankrupt this country and destroy it. That's, yep, I agree. That's what they're doing. And I, I personally think, man, we need to take out, take this country back. And it don't matter how you I'm just that fed up. Right, I'm right. I think a lot of people are, man. A lot of people are. A lot of people are really getting really fed up. Because what do you what do you do? You know, I mean, if they if they if they if they if a few th- if they if they manage a few more chess pieces, in a sense, the midterms won't matter. I mean, the, the last election they cheated, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you know, absolutely, I believe that. So I, you, you know, I, I don't know. Right. It's it's scary I my stuff. Life on that. Yep. I got I got to run, man. I agree. I'm just late for a break here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll go back to the phones when we get back. It's Sean. Well, actually, no. Uh, Rudy J, Rudy J is going to be joining us uh, from uh, ESPN for our our daily visit, and then uh, uh, then we'll go back to the phones after the uh, bottom of the hour. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. It's uh, one of my favorite time parts of the day where Rudy J. Jo- uh, joins us from ESPN. How are you, man? What's up, man? It's Friday. Uh, it's Friday. Let's get the you... hell out of here, Sean. <laughs> you and I are always so equally happy about Friday. Friday's always the best segment, right? You know, and it's not like, like I said, it's not like we have a hard job. We you know? don't. Let's stop complaining. You're right. We complain. We I'm just happy to we, be here. I'm happy to be here, too. But, like, Rudy shows up on Friday like, oh, man, it's Friday, man. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And it's not even a job thing. It's just the the, the schedule thing. The, yeah. The morning the waking up thing do you maintain I, I think i've asked you this before but do you maintain the morning schedule on the weekend or you sleep no in? no i'm able my body actually like shuts down and i'm able to <laughs> sleep in on saturday i man if i'm up before noon on saturday you're lucky i oh, sleep yeah. in I'm, man and even if i don't like let's say my body tries to get up right i'll like 
punch myself in the face <laughs> and lay back down. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. But last, night, of- last night I must have really been because I woke up and my wife was sleeping at the other end of the bed. I have a snoring issue. I think I right. have sleep apnea. Right. So I already knew I was in a world of trouble. When she when they're yeah. opposite, you know you snoring. I snored way too loud last night, so I'm gonna have to do some 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 butt kissing this weekend because <laughs> she's rolling on. Probably she was like, "I didn't sleep at all. You owe me. <laughs> you owe like, me." I was like, "My bad, babe." And it's not like we could help it. You I know? didn't try. It's not like we decide I'm gonna snore my ass the, off tonight. I need the machine though, Sean. I need one. I'm, that's interesting because you know I'm because they think I may have sleep apnea. I definitely have it. So I'm doing a sleep test. I, I didn't mention you this. Yet. I'm doing a sleep test this weekend. Let me know how that I goes. I will, but it's weird because they, you know, I mean, I've already got this yeah. crap defibrillator crap. All it's like a bra I got to wear. Right. <laughs> and I'm a D cop now. But it looks. Uh, but it's what this. Well, this thing that I'm so so. It's a sleep test where they send it to you. And you used to have to go to a clinic. Right. But now it's I got to strap another thing on my around my boobs. And then I put all kinds of sensors on my neck, and for three days I got to sleep with this stuff on. So, so how many? So when do you start this? I'm gonna start it tonight. So Friday. Let's talk about it Monday. Uh, well, Monday I, I'm off. I'll be, I'll be back on Tuesday. Okay, cool. Monday, let's I gotta, talk I gotta, about I it Tuesday then. We will. So we'll, I need to know because I want to do this. Whatever, wherever you went to get this done, I need it next. I will let you know. Yeah. So if I can figure it out, it's really complicated. So you're doing it yourself. Yeah. I, normally I just, you used to have to go there and stay the weekend yeah. and which, monitor. And I, which, which is weird to sleep someplace else, you know, in a and freaking try to lab. Sleep. Right. Yeah. Chris is shaking his head. Why? You would be able to sleep. You'd be fine. So I gotta, I gotta get all censored up. I'm gonna look like the, like a freaking anywhere. Android, you know, this weekend, but. <laughs> I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> hey, so what else you got going on this weekend? Anything? I got a UTSA football game tomorrow. Right. Some honeydew stuff Sunday. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, but you know, my weekends now, especially because it's football, but what I do, yeah. I'm all day Saturday I'm watching football, all day Sunday I'm watching football. That's pretty much my weekend. Technically, you're working. For the next four months. Yeah, I'm working. Right. So because yeah, I, I don't have to go to the zoo. I got to go to the zoo. Gotta, I got homework, babe. <laughs> Y'all having fun though. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I gotta work, baby. I gotta work, babe. See, I, I, have, I, I, t- I try to do the opposite on the weekend. These folks know this. That like, I for, for Saturday until probably Sunday afternoon. I don't. My wife even tells me, "Don't watch the news." I like just disconnect. You do. I gotta scoop out I don't my know brain. How you do that. I just I gotta disconnect from it for just a couple of for like a day and a half. It's bad. Like, I won't for watch. You, right? I won't watch any news today. You know, because it it just gets to be things are so weird right now. Yeah, so I can I, imagine I, that. Like it's almost like torment you, especially when you see something that makes you upset. Yeah, like, it can really bother you the rest of the day. It does, and because right now we got so many different things going on at the same time. Right. That it just uh, it 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 makes you makes you crazy. So I try to take a little break uh, for a little while. And I watch my old. I watch. I'm an old fart. I watch my old western shows. You watch the western. Where do you? I find, watch Bonanza. What channel does the? Do, can you memory find te- me TV? Okay. Me TV memory television. Right, Chris. I like to watch my shows. I watch Rawhide and the Rifleman. <laughs> the Rifleman. You remember the Rifleman? Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, baby. Yeah. Rawhide. I remember those. You know, and I am. A, I used to make fun of like old guys that would sit around and watch those old Me black too. and white westerns, and now I'm one of them. <laughs> baby, don't turn my shows off, baby. It was original, even though you're asleep. <laughs> you're asleep. You wake up and the channel's turning. You're pissed. Like who changed the channel? Who turned you off been, my shows? You've been asleep for an hour, Sean. <laughs> oh, my bad. My mom used to do that to my dad, <laughs> and now it happens to me. <laughs> Me too. I'll start freaking napping. 
I'm like, hey, hey, who turned off the don't, rifleman? Don't touch the remote. What's this Hallmark crap? I was watching that. It's like you were sleeping. You were snoring yeah. like a like a grizzly bear. Exactly. You and I got a lot in common, man. It's we cool. Do, we need to hang That's out. That's why sometime. this segment's so fun. <laughs> we got to. All right. Well, I, I'll, you Tuesday, have a great man. Tuesday. I'll be back. I want to talk about the sleep test. We will. All right. Like I said, if I can figure it out. If you can figure it out, yeah. Very complicated, man. Don't read the instructions. Just go with your gut. Just go with my gut. Don't read the instructions, especially if it's anything like Ikea. <laughs> Where'd you the put the scanners? The worst instructions Whoa. in American history. Oh, God. This one's actually got a video I have to watch oh, to figure God. out how to do it. I'm a, I'm a it's visual. It's that complicated. I'm a visual learner, so that would work. Well, I will let you know how let it Let me goes. know, man. I have will, a great man. weekend, fellas. Rudy J. Mornings on ESPN, man. Uh, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Rock on, man. Have a great weekend. All right. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. New Stock five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Getting down to the end of the week, so we're kind of free forming it for the rest of the show. Whatever you want to talk about, just give me a call. Let me know what's scratching at your brain. I want to watch Cry Macho this weekend. Is that Chris? That goes on HBO Max right this weekend. On today, it's on. Starts today. That's right. Clint Eastwood, man, he's my hero. He's my favorite. I've been a Clint Eastwood fan my whole life, man. Looks like it's a good flick. Um, do you know my wife didn't know? Had never heard the word flick before when I before she met me. Chris, had you heard that word? Don Morgan and I know that word. That's an old word. But when I first time I met my when I first met my wife I said hey you want to go see a flick and she had no idea she thought I was being dirty she had no idea what I was talking about I'm just putting it out there she did, she'd never heard that term before she's like that must be one of you white people terms <laughs> and a dirty one at that no oh, baby a flick you know like a movie and then I, and then the first movie I take her to see was Gravity with Sandra Bullock and in uh, IMAX right and she she got sick and barfed the whole way through the movie. She got sick at the flick. It's wife. Yesterday was is today. Today today's wife appreciation day. So I just want to toss that out there. Our first she, movie date. She, she tossed something out there. Too. She tossed something out there all through the movie, man. <laughs> I just told the whole damn city. Um, <laughs> let's go to uh, Lee. We're talking about the border and stuff like that. But whatever you want to talk about, uh, Lee. How you doing? Hey, good, uh, John. Uh, just to probably sound like a broken record, but uh, you know it's amazing how i'd like to question the democrats that listen to your show and ask them this question like how come they keep voting these communists in and why do they want communism in this country and another question would be cruz goes gone down to the border shows all this stuff how come he can't go back and uh do something in washington to get this guy out of there i mean He's breaking the law. And I, well, I mean, he'd have to. I imagine in the Senate and, and in the House, he'd have to have the votes, and probably wouldn't have the votes. Well, I know we keep saying there's nothing we can do. Well, we the people have the Constitution. Well, I guess we tried to do something, but too bad a million people didn't do it. But whatever. Right. Anyway, uh, I got, just had to blow off some steam, John. <laughs> I think a lot of us do, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh. Doug, Doug, how you doing, man? Morning, Sean. Hey. Hey, uh, I stopped at three Walmarts on the way to work this morning. It looks like there's been a run on marbles. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, I, heard, I, heard that guy, I heard that guy on Tucker last night. When you get his book and read it, I'd be really interested to hear 
what you think and have some discussion on that. But the reason I'm calling, uh, we've been getting very uh, mad about Biden's incompetence and some of his decisions. Um, But I don't know what to think about this deal about him cutting the amount of vaccinations sent to certain states, and they all happen to be red states. Oh, yeah, this uh, it's, it's not a vaccine. It's uh, Chris, what do you call those now? I've just gone, Trey was talking about them earlier. The treatment? Yeah, the treat, these treatments that Trump used. I think Joe Rogan used it, too. And you were able to get it's an IV thing, right? Some kind of IV therapeutic or IV okay. treatment. And you, you were able to get this, you know, from your doctor. And when you're admitted to a hospital, you could get it. You could request it. And Fauci and the, through the Biden administration basically put the kibosh on that on certain states that were using it. I guess, well, red states, let's face it. Uh, and so you can't, once you're admitted to a hospital, you can't have that anymore. So I, I don't know, man. That's again. That, that verges on, that verges on evil. I, I mean, I, I tried never to be a conspiracy theorist, but. But that there's something about that that doesn't sit right with me. Well, I, they obviously want the COVID numbers up in the states that they think uh, uh, will be the states uh, that they have to worry most about in, in the next few election cycles. For real. I guess so. I guess so, man. Hey, buddy, have a great weekend. Sunday right. is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Have fun. <laughs> Thank you. Is it really? Talk Like a Pirate Day, man. Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Wait, Chris, what comes after Q? Chris and I used to have a lot of fun with talk like a pirate day on the air when it would fall on an air day. Hey, after me, doubloons. You're after me, booty. Marbles. Um, 21059. <laughs> You're after me, marbles. I do the worst pirate imitation ever. What? Uh, um, run on marbles at the Walmarts. That's funny as hell. But, you know, we, can we just thank Nicki Minaj for that bit of wonderfulness? I mean, I, I know she was talking about black people in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't get political on the air, but for me, it's like your average liberal idiot. Or your average, you know, moron who just does whatever they're told to do if the government or the right person tells them to do it. You know, and I, I got some messages yesterday about if Fauci were to come out and say that <laughs> the efficacy of the vaccines is increased if you put marbles in your butt. And all he said is to start putting marbles in their butt. <laughs> we can do this. I got marbles in my butt. Yep. And you could tell who they are because they're walking with their butt cheeks clenched up real tight. <laughs> You know, like most like, liberal idiots anyway. Walking like a penguin. <laughs> like a penguin. <laughs> and they got marbles in their butt. Hey, what what are you doing? Oh, taking Dr. Fauci's advice. <laughs> They're on the just, tippy toes, tippy toes. <laughs> the, then they get all arrogant and sanctimonious about it. Just put the damn marbles in your butt. Like with the masks. And I'm get, saving people's lives. They get so so entrenched in the argument that they forget and loosen their butt cheeks. <laughs> and all the marbles come out. Ah, hey, oh. Roll across the floor. And you're like, ah, I'm not cleaning that up. I'm not, uh. You know? That's on you, pal. Uh, but, you know, I think if you, if you like, cause that's something now, if you really want to avoid an argument with a liberal or whatever, or somebody that you disagree with politically, just give them a bag of marbles. Say, or Nikki says hi. Two 
Why, you know, I mean, this just goes in line with things we've heard from both sides, actually. I mean, back, you know, when President Trump was in office, we would hear people <laughs> from the other side say the same thing. Well, it, to a certain it, extent. Yeah. It just goes with the, it just goes with the office. It's American yeah. politics, it's man. It's just how it is. Well, if they're familiar with the show, give them a marble bag that says used. <laughs> Ugh. Pre-owned, pre-owned marbles, <laughs> proven to proven to work. Oh, God, <laughs> marbles in the butt. Okay, <laughs> That's, that was a news story this week. If you think about it, marbles, marbles in the butt was a news story. Okay, that's gonna be the name of our next album. <laughs> marbles in your butt, y'all. Marbles in the butt. <laughs> marbles in the butt, y'all. She can rap it like 120 miles an hour, too. So it'd be fun to hear that. Oh, my God. Watch out when they're twerking. Hey! <laughs> it's like a machine gun. Oh, no! Stop! Oh, my God! No! No! You maniacs! <laughs> you're, you're the one that started it. I, I didn't go with machine gun, man. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Well, I didn't think you were going to go, oh, my God. You're sitting there talking about people putting marbles in their butts. Oh, God. You know, oh, there's God. so many directions you can go with that. And you guys yeah. went there to the machine gun thing. Ooh. It made sense. Twerking. Whoa. Eesh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Mm. Okay. 210-599. Hey, at least you didn't say jacks. <laughs> that, would now, that would be painful. Boy, that would hurt, man. <laughs> 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 I wonder if that line just popped in her head or if she actually, you know, could it be Jack? Should it be marbles? Tennis balls? You know, I mean, what should it be? Uno cards. <laughs> Ping pong balls. <laughs> what should it be? Anyone, for, anyone for tennis? A slinky. Yes. <laughs> slinky. <laughs> Let's see how this sound. The man told you to put a slinky. No, I don't like that. Marbles. Let's go with marbles. <sighs> I wonder why I see an email coming. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Don't worry, boys. I'm the captain of the ship. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. We're all doomed. <laughs> Let me take a little breaky, wakey, wakey. If you know what, let me tell you about my friend. <laughs> little breaky, wakey, wakey. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Uh, phone lines are full. <laughs> full lines at uh, a few minutes before uh, we hand it over to Markley Van Camp and Robbins. And Greg, congratulations to David Van Camp. He's a young dad, new, another, another kid he brought into the world, a young son. Well, obviously a young son, Chris. He's just born. <laughs> but congratulations, David. I got to send him a note. Good on him. He's a good guy. Um, uh, let's see here. Who should we talk to, Chris? Oh, here's Dave. Dave, what's going on with you, man? Dave, good morning, guys. Hey, man. Okay. Hey, my apologies. I'm up. I just tuned in a while ago. I'm sort of in the dark. What's the ref? What's the deal on the marble? Uh, maybe some of you. Oh, very, very quickly, yeah, because you're right. I should should have kind of reframed this. That uh, Nicki Minaj, who's a big pop star, uh, was supposed to go to this Met Gala on Monday, and she decided not to go because they were requiring vaccination. 
And she tweets that she was still researching the vaccine because she had uh, somebody in her world that got very ill from a vaccine, so she just hadn't made up her mind yet. She didn't say anything anti-vaccine. But uh, the left kind of went nuts on her, and Joy Reid from MSNBC called her out for it. It became this big Twitter war. And finally she came out and she said, you know, essentially if you're black uh, uh, and the Democrat tells you to put marbles in your butt, you're supposed to do it. <laughs> and if, if a Republican tells you to watch out for that bus, you're supposed to stand there and let it hit you. And okay. so the marble thing became, for me, just kind of a general thing for liberal idiots and you know if dr Fauci, we got we got, we started laughing because we said if dr fauci said putting marbles in your butt would would help the uh, vaccines efficacy they'd start putting marbles up there you know so that's what that's all about oh my god okay well thank you for clarifying <laughs> that and my pleasure <laughs> have a good day all right, you too so, so we had a guy call up a little while ago they went to a local walmart and couldn't find any marbles it was a beautiful line. And what's great about that line is she's absolutely right. And that if you're black, the Democrats really do believe you should only ever vote for them no matter what. You know, and it's, it's, there's an inherent racism to it, you know, and that's what Nicki Minaj is pointing out. That if you're black, you're really not supposed to think for yourself. If a Republican tells you to get out of the way of the bus, you're supposed to stand there and let it hit you because a Republican told you that. You know, so it was a brilliant line, and we've been using the hell out of it all week long, man. So that's that's that. Um, now let's see here. Let's go to uh, Margaret. Margaret, how you doing? Hello? Oh, hey, Margaret. I'm glad you're a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a dude, and we're like, Margaret? <laughs> Some would question that, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what do, you, what do you think? Well, I was interested in when you were talking about the infusions, because about three weeks ago, I got COVID after having double vaccines. Mm. And when I called my doctor, she said, well, you really should go get one of these. It's called a monoclonal infusion. That's and it, right. different meds, yeah. And you can only get it if you're not hospitalized mm. because they're trying to keep you out of the hospital. But it's just it just shoots you full of these antibodies and you right. just feel so much better right away and stuff. And um, anyway, I was against the vaccine when they first came out, but I'm all for it now because I've lost three friends in the last mm. three months mm. and, and they weren't vaccinated. And but just, you know. But you, but you did get it. You were double vaccinated, right? I was double vaccinated. Now I have the COVID vaccine itself and the antibodies and the two shots. So right, right. Do I need a booster? Do I need a booster? <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep up with it all. I have no idea what I'm supposed <laughs> well, to do. Wanna, um, and it's really funny because you're, you have to call. The doctor sends the order in, but you have to call and make the appointment. Wow. Make you go, yeah, it was real weird, real weird. Yeah, it weird. I'm glad I did it. So. Well, good for you. All right, I'm glad you're yeah. better. Thank, okay, thank you. Have a great weekend, thank Margaret. Thank you. Two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, I heard a dude there at the first. I was like, Margaret, you got an awfully deep voice there, Margaret. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, where are we? Um, uh, there's my Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hey, love your show, brother. God bless you. Thank you. 
Hey, and uh, to clarify on this marble thing, are we supposed to use two masks to hold the marbles in? Or oh, God. <laughs> two masks? You mean masks on your Should butt? We, double masks? <laughs> we need double masks now. We need butt masks. <laughs> Anyways, what, what, you know. What? I think they're called underwear, but anyway. Uh. Uh, here's what actually is worrying me is we know how crazy things have gotten. And it seems like everything tends to be some kind of smokescreen for something even crazier. So what, what, if that is the case, what would they be hiding right now with this migrant thing going on at the border? Like, what would be bigger than this? I don't know, man. I, it, well, I mean, you got, the, you got the migrant thing going on, which is a, you know, obviously has been a crisis for a while already. Uh, then you have Afghanistan. You have uh, the price of things. Inflation's going crazy. We got this tax bill that might, if it gets passed, and you're going to be paying more in taxes. Okay. More importantly, do I need two masks or not? Sean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything anymore, man. Uh, I hate everything. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for the call. I really do. I have no idea, man. What's going on anymore? It's just so much going on. It just makes my. It hurts my mind, man. I hope it don't break my mind. Uh, what time is it? All right, one, two, one more. Here's Greg. How you doing, Greg? Okay, I'm on the phone. Thank you. Yes, you are. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Hello? Hey, yeah, you're on the phone. We don't have much time. What are you thinking, man? I'm concerned about this mask, the mask causing a complete health hazard they've never thought of. I'm involved in, in commercial maintenance a lot of which is taking care of parking lots. And we'll probably have people picking up more than 100 masks a day. Good Lord. Thrown in parking lots. God. Now these ma- and these masks just go straight to the landfill. Mm. You know, you never hear anything about how to dispose of the masks, do you? No, sir. And, I, and one of this is mentioned. Not only are they COVID right. possible. They have every other disease that anybody right. is killing. I got to go. We're just out of time. We'll pick it up there on uh, Tuesday. I got some medical stuff on Monday. But thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine. Thanks to Rudy J. from ESPN, Don Morgan, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye.